here on ETX Life Podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the piney woods. Welcome back to another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly. Hi, Holly. Hey, Sierra. How have you been this week? I've been good. It's you busy. It's I busy know. month, you know. It's Got Texas Rose Festival, car show. Exactly. Lots going on here There's in East lot, Texas. A lot going on in East Texas, and a lot going on in Texas, too. It's a Texas State Fair is happening right now, mm-hmm. so if y'all have been and you win again this year. We would like to hear about your experience and how things are a little different this year. With the Rose Fest, that's like right around the corner. It's happening. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, we're in it's it. It's been going we're on. We're in it, yeah. yeah. So uh, by the time happening? this releases, it'll actually be over. But we do celebrate rose season all month long because the roses will be blooming. They start blooming mid-October and go through November, really. Right. And like I mentioned, the Rose Garden, I was shocked to see so many blooms when we went um, just recently. So definitely check it out. Yeah, it's it's really pretty. And then, of course, it's still Hispanic Heritage Month. That's right. We had a great interview with Nancy. Yes, with our last episode, which was the episode three Mm -hmm. of season two. Right. We talked with Nancy. But then I also, after that episode, got more information about the impact of the Hispanic culture on just our, our community. Yeah, here, local business local and community here and in community Tyler. And specifically community. Tyler, right? Yes, yeah. specifically Tyler. This, was, this study was done by UT Tyler Hibbs Institute. And in honor of National Hispanic Heritage Month, they sent out some numbers for Tyler MSA about that impact and they said you know the hispanic population has grown considerably in the past decade Mm -hmm. and while 17 percent of the population were hispanic in 2010 this number increased to 20.1 percent by 2019 which is a really significant jump Mm -hmm. a significant jump And um, the role of Hispanics in the Tyler community is evolving, and more and more Hispanics are interested in pursuing college degrees, moving into high-skilled occupations in the labor market, and Mm -hmm. starting their own businesses. So that's all positive information Mm -hmm. for the Tyler community, because that's what you always want, right? Yes, you want people to be educated and pull in those jobs that benefit local members in your community so I think that's really promising and, and keeping it here in East Texas right keeping not moving it local off to sure the brain drain cities. they call yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. good you don't ever want that so that's all positive news you can read the full report at UT Tyler Hibbs Institute's website if you want to see all of those numbers and of course check out our episode with Nancy the executive director of Hispanic Business Alliance here in Tyler. That was our last episode. If you missed that, go catch up. And speaking of a lot of events happening, Halloween is right around the corner. And Sierra, I know you've been in the area for a little bit, but you're still kind of new. Did you know that East Texas has a lot of spooky history? You know, it's funny, um, that has been imparted on me over the (laughs) few years that we've been here, uh, most significantly in Jefferson. 
Yeah. Yeah. So um, when we visited there, I was really interested in the history of Jefferson on its own, minus the spooky stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, Jefferson was founded back in 1841. And so by 1845, it became a riverboat town. And I think most people that live in East Texas probably know, you know, that that riverboat town was providing access to travel and trade all the way from St. Louis, New Orleans, Mississippi. So naturally, you're getting hotels, cotton warehouses, bars, of course, Mm -hmm. brothels, of course. course. Um, So that makes for a really colorful history. And I know people flock to Jefferson year round, um, not just for its really cool antique stores and their very quaint bed and breakfast experiences, but it's ghost rich history. And it's so well known that I know a lot of popular travel channels have done specials on Jefferson and the town and its paranormal activity. Yeah, Jefferson's really interesting place because it's, I mean, if you didn't know anything about it, you know, you blink and you're through it. Yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. Mm -hmm. But it has kind of organically gotten this reputation of having ghosts in it. And And, and Bigfoot. (laughs) And Bigfoot. Yeah, well, when you have a lot of Woods. Woods. (laughs) Woods. It's really easy to come up with those those ghost stories, right? And um, I know they have, you know, a historic Oakwood Cemetery Mm -hmm. tour. Yes. Ghost walks and the historic Jefferson Hotel, Mm -hmm. which I have stayed at. You have? Okay. Did you stay in a regular room or a creepy room? Well, I stayed in a regular room, but they're kind of all creepy, A little right? creepy. Well, yeah. no. Well, okay. I mean, just knowing Maybe the- not now. So I don't know how long ago you stayed, but the, a few years. the current owners have really kind of taken the next step. So I guess downstairs is somewhat normal, historic rooms. Okay. But upstairs, they have um, themed creepy rooms. <laughs> so including like a doll room Ugh. full of creepy dolls yeah no, i don't think no, I, I didn't could stay sleep, in one of those. sleep at night with something like that staring at me yeah um and i think the owner he's so into it that he actually makes like ghost hunting equipment that you can rent oh, yeah. out yeah. yeah yeah well so no when i stayed there it was just all the historic rooms it wasn't the themed rooms okay but i mean it was creepy i wouldn't say that i had a ghost experience but do you believe in ghosts Oh, I mean, you know, I feel like nothing necessarily would surprise me anymore. So if there was some proof that, you know, there was ghosts, I I don't think I would be totally shocked. But I on a daily basis, am I like worried or concerned or scared? No, no, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'm kind of the same. I don't know that I necessarily believe in ghosts, but if somebody is like, there's a ghost in that house, I'm not going to go check it out. Okay. Okay. Fair. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not one of those. I'm like, oh, hey, let me prove you wrong. On a dark and rainy night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. You're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't necessarily scare me. And I, I would like to think that a lot of the history and stuff surrounding the whole ghosty type of... It has to be based on something, some people's experiences. So I think there are a lot of unexplained things that happen. Well, they say you have to be open to experiencing the spirit. And I'm not. You're just not. <laughs> that I'm wall like, is up. Like, for any ghostly spirits listening, I'm not open. Not into it. Not <laughs> invited. Okay, fair. <laughs> but if you are into it, you can take a ghost walk. Yes, right? They, they do have that. Ghost walks. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have the annual fall history haunts and legends. Okay. On November 5th and 6th with special 
guest oh. of paranormal investigation teams. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. And I think your best bet is to probably look on Facebook for these um, things because either they're seasonal or even if they're not seasonal, you know, websites aren't something that all small businesses have. We've, we've talked mm-hmm. about that before. So go ahead and um, utilize Facebook to search, you know, Jefferson Ghost or Walk and you'll you'll see some you'll updates popping yeah, up. For yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So have you ever been on a Ghost Walk or tour in Jefferson or anywhere? I have not. Have you? So this is going to surprise you because I am the scaredy cat. Okay. Like Scooby-Doo scaredy. Me. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like I, I'm, I Your don't want to watch. level, you're like at a one. Hocus Pocus, yeah. is that where we're at I can here? Do, uh, yeah, Dis- I can Disney do Hocus scare. Pocus. I can do Casper. Okay, okay. okay. Do you, could <laughs> I can do Scooby-Doo. Okay. Um, but, it, I mean, it creeps me out. PG scary. I mean, I don't even like cop shows like oh yeah you're sensitive I'm to all that very stuff. sensitive yeah. I don't want to have nightmares well we're going to talk but, about that in a minute yeah after but go but ahead. I have done a couple of ghost tours okay and I'm a big proponent like even if you don't believe in ghosts or you yeah. think that's silly the two ghost tours that I've taken one was in Austin one was in San Antonio okay and it's just super interesting, and you get a lot of history. The history, I agree. That yeah, would be pretty fascinating. History. So that was the funnest the appeal. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I did the ghost walks. That I mean, we had the equipment and stuff like that, but we weren't like out searching for a ghost. Right. Was, you were going on the regular path of yeah, a tour or yes, something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so th- that was it. Was super fun. Um, then there's a lot of history in Palestine too, and you can even do some like overnight scary stays in like the jail and a hotel yes that's right so um that's interesting that you brought that up because Dell, my husband he just met the owners of that really cool anderson county jailhouse um that you know it served as the county jail for like 55 years and it's big i mean it's three stories i think it's something like eleven thousand square feet so there must have been a lot of prisoners kept there throughout its tenure. I think it was mm-hmm. built in the 30s. Um, so just thinking about, you know, the empty cells of former inmates are pretty creepy. But then they have made it into a locked-in-fear haunted house experience. And if I'm getting my story straight, they have a kind of a theatrical background, the owners. So they do it right. I mean, this isn't kind of yeah. like your fly-by-night garage haunted house I mean they're putting a lot of effort and money and time into it on the flip side of that they do a really cool Grinch theme for Christmas time we'll get we'll get to that as the (laughs) season progresses but for now um, and I looked at their website you can definitely uh, visit texasjailhouse.com for more information but just based on some of the pictures on their website I'm like yeah that's a hard no for me you have (laughs) clowns number one which is I'm already out on that Um, and then it just goes into super creepy stuff like you know exorcist type of stuff and yeah (laughs) I'm kind of a a scaredy cat myself so yeah I'm out on that one you're out on that one too but hey if you like it then I think it's worth the trip out there because they've done an amazing job yes yeah and then what about Nacogdoches you're you're all the mater yes because yes. I was surprised to hear about all their ghost stories specifically around the university so have you, you know any so Nacogdoches is the oldest town it in is. Texas yes and anytime you have history you're gonna have ghost stories sure so yeah yes there are there are ghost stories and one in particular 
is Chester. Okay, so you had heard of Chester before. Yes. Okay. The story I heard, and um, there's there's multiple different variations Renditions out there. Of, of course, of just Chester. like anything else. Just like anything else. Mm-hmm. The story I heard was that he haunts the theater. Okay. And you may sometimes, if you go and watch a play on campus, see an extra character. Ah. That's Chester because he really enjoys the arts, I guess. Well, that's interesting. Friendly ghost. That's the version that you heard. So I heard a version where he was believed to be an architect. Okay. Who died before the building's completion. And it was said that he misinterpreted the blueprints and the building was erected backwards. (laughs) So after learning that, I guess, you know, he was this disgraced architect and he, you know, supposedly took his own life so who knows I mean others like you said believe that he was the ghost of a former SFA drama student and students have reported seeing his face on a stage curtain and in the 60s -hmm. witnesses say that he appeared on stage as an extra ghost in a play yeah yeah so that's pretty cool (laughs) um what about Griffith Hall have you heard any well I know Griffith Hall but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was haunted. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, so supposedly, again, another common ghost story, um, supposedly a former resident assistant who allegedly leapt to her death after playing with a Ouija board um, is now the ghost there. And the community shower lights reportedly flicker every night at the same time. And it's supposedly her spirit at the time of her death. Um, a girl in tattered clothes has been spotted at the end of the hall. Um, but when people, you know, do a double take, she's gone. We've heard all sorts of stories about, you know, wind kind of just being heard inside the building or footsteps. Well, I'm glad I never lived in that dorm. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Good job. Good job on that one. Well, and then Hotel Fredonia. Yes, which, which is, is a historic cool. hotel mm-hmm. in Nacogdoches. It's so cool. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Yes. It reminds me of like the old Hollywood style. Yeah, well, it's got that mid-century modern Mm -hmm. vibe. They've done a very good job um, maintaining and And kind of refreshing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful. You should go there. But if you're into ghosts, (laughs) you should ask to stay on what the sixth or the second floor. I guess have both had some ghosty (laughs) encounters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Let me just break in here a second because I work with hotels a lot and attractions Mm -hmm. that some have ghost stories too. And then you have the Jefferson Hotel. I feel like hotels are prime. Definitely. Prime for ghost stories. It's always like old houses, Mm -hmm. hotels, and Mm -hmm. hospitals. Yeah. And in San Antonio, there's a there's a hotel that was a hospital. So oh, that's, yeah, like that's doubly, no thanks. Nuh-uh. Doubly scary. Yeah. Um, but having talked and being on the marketing side of things, mm-hmm. some people don't want that out. Associated with. Yeah, uh-huh. with ghost. Mm-hmm. And then some people, like the one in Jefferson, embrace, embrace it. it. So I guess it just depends on what kind of image you're going for. Well, and I guess it depends on your ghosty story, right? How Mm -hmm. innocent is it? Is it, you know, occasionally you have a gust of wind or are you actually seeing, you know, (laughs) right? I guess it just depends. Or the story Mm -hmm. behind it. How negative was the story, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I guess so. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I always think it's interesting to capitalize on something that other people can't say, 
you know, like if you have a historic. It's unique. It's unique. Yeah. yeah if you have a historic a hotel in a town, you could see it as, you know, it could be a dusty old hotel. Right. Or, or yeah. You know, if yeah. you want to experience. Well, and it's all subjective come. too, right? Sure. Your experience might have been very paranormal where I could stay and be like, no, nope, I don't, nothing, I don't notice it. But that. it's just one person's interpretation of the events, right? Yeah, so sure. that's kind of what's interesting about that whole. Well, and then you have places thing. like Roswell. That right. is completely 100% known for aliens. Right. And they've embraced it. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting to be able to market something off of something that's not proven. An idea, you know, of course, some people think it is proven. Sure, but sure. Yeah. I th- I, it, that's just fascinating to me from a marketing perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty genius, right? It's mm-hmm. the same thing with Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot. I mean, capitalizing yeah. on that, uh, mm-hmm. Jefferson's not the only town that wants to lay claim to no, Bigfoot. No, Mineola, so. mm-hmm. here in East Texas. Yep. There's lots of Bigfoot sightings mm-hmm. here in East Texas, but we are in the Piney Woods. That's true. It's a That's great true. place for Bigfoot to hide. <laughs> yes, it is, indeed. <laughs> and and right. it's a lovely place to live. It is. Work and play. Yeah, so. I agree, all those things. <laughs> so I'm going to safely assume that you have not taken the haunted hayride in the no. woods of Nacogdoches. No. no. Okay. No. So if you are into that, they also have a Facebook page, The Haunted Hayride in Nacogdoches. I, I agree. I don't want somebody jumping out at me. My tolerance for that, I think I did that a few times in high school with my high school friends, has gone out the window. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, good. Enjoy it. It's out there. It's t- tis the season. Yeah. Good right. on you. And then, of course, they have in Nacogdoches the Oak Grove Cemetery, another Another place. I haven't where been to that one. Hold out. Yeah, it's one of the most famous cemeteries in Texas, and not just because of its age, but it was the first marked grave was dated in 1837. But because it is the final resting place for a number of legendary Texans, including four signers of the Texas Declaration of Independence. Well, that's pretty cool. I would check that out just yeah. for that. There. Then yeah. again, there's your history, right? There's your Which history. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then we have the Goodlam, Goodman Legrand House and Museum yes, here. Yes, it's gorgeous. It's I haven't been in, beautiful. but I've passed it many times. Yes, it's one of the oldest homes here in Tyler. And one thing that's really cool about the home is almost everything inside of it is um, original to the house. That's what I hear. They're not replicas. Yeah. So, so that's really cool. And then there's like so much more like in the attic and it's a lot of fun. But... There are ghost stories. Sure. <laughs> of course, it's one of the yeah. oldest homes. Friendly ghost stories is what I've heard. Okay. Is that there is a friendly ghost. The last owner of the home stays there and wants to make sure that everybody is having a good time Experience. in her home. Experience. I like yes, that. Because she was a hostess and invited people. Had she's many a ghostess. Parties. She's, a, she's the ghostess <laughs> with the mostest. Sorry, couldn't help it. <laughs> I like um, it. So, but it is not one that we necessarily capitalize on. I well, it say. has so much going for it already. I'm not sure that it sure. needs that extra, the extra push. push. But I mean, good to know. Okay. Still. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it certainly wouldn't um, stop me from going. It's on my list oh, no. of things. And it's normally like when people have said they've heard things or seen things it's been like the curators of the museum that are like closing up at night right right and some people are like 
yes, I've heard something. And some people are like, no, I've never heard anything. Right. So it's um, subjective. You know, again, it's subjective. Yeah. And, you, and again, it goes back to maybe you have to be open to it. Right, right. I don't know. You never know. Or, or the stars have to be aligned or however sure. it works. Yeah. And we have an old cemetery too. Don't do anything during Halloween. But we do host the Spirits of Oakwood Tours. The oh. city of Tyler hosts the Spirit of Oakwood Tours during the um, Azalea and Spring Flower Trail. I didn't know that. Yes. And they actually have historic reenactors okay. out there, which is fun. So they will act like the person's grave okay, they're standing that's next cool. to. So full costume, full costume, time period relevant, all that stuff. All okay. That, that would be neat. It's one of the oldest cemeteries here in Tyler, and a lot of notable Tyler and Smith County citizens are buried in that cemetery. Well, that would be pretty neat to take, you know, well, Tucker's still probably a little young, but I think Aria would like something like that. Yeah. The costumes and stuff would be It's really cool. fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you can talk to them just like, yeah, they know so much about the person that they're portraying. Right. It's really, really fun. That's pretty neat. It's okay. It's a lot of fun. I'm into that. And... Also, I don't know why this one happens in the spring, but we have a paranormal conference. I didn't know that either. Yep. It's an annual conference. It's You're going in Tyler. on. Yeah. Huh. It's going on like nine or 10 years this year and they host speakers and mediums. They talk about UFOs, paranormal activity. The whole nine yards. Bigfoot. Yeah. The whole nine yards. Next year's event is April 22nd through the 23rd. So keep your eyes out for that. And we also do ghost walks. Oh, see? Downtown. Okay. Yes. Um, so they're usually downtown. They'll talk about some of the history of the building. Where can there. people go to find more info on, on Tyler's Ghost Tours? That would be on Facebook. So on search Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Tyler Ghost Tours. And we always have it on our calendar of events. They, they have had some going on this month. So just go check out the dates and the times, but you can check out visittyler.com, our calendar of mm -hmm. events, or download our free app that also has our calendar of events on it. And is it outside it. completely, or do you go into some businesses or locations? Well, it depends on the tour, Okay, but most of the time, a lot of it's outside, especially since COVID's sure. been happening. It's a little bit safer. No, I think that's great. That's, large I think that's together. a plus, yeah, to be and able it, to do stuff And outside. the cool thing is... They have equipment that you actually get to hold. Oh. It's not just the leader that you get to yeah. hold and find the spooks and yeah. <laughs> hear the history. Cool. So it's a lot of fun. It's only like a $10 admission, and okay. then it's first come, first serve. But it, it's a really fun okay. event as well. Well, good to know. You, you taught me something new. Yeah. Okay, so we had talked about whether or not we like to be scared, and we've established that's a – Definitely, no. yeah, hard it's a hard no. no, yeah. Um, but people love going to the movies to be scared, and I guess I wasn't shocked, but it did take me a little bit by surprise that over 700 million are made in horror movie ticket sales, and that was back in 2017, so it's probably just grown, I imagine, yeah, I imagine. right? And then with streaming and stuff, well, right, yeah, and anybody almost can make content now, yeah. it's not you don't have to have if a big movie studio to do it, so anymore. if you're gonna watch a scary movie, which What's Neither the one of last us like, scary movie that you can recall? Like, did you have a childhood scary movie that <sighs> oh, just uh, well, like, traumatized you? Well, I did have a traumatized you? one. It's, yes. It was It. Oh, yeah, yeah. girl. Traumatized. Had, I watched yeah. it Wait, now at the a, old one? Like the, the old original? One, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched it at a slumber party oh, when geez. we were way too young to uh -huh. be watching that. And you and thought and you were getting away with something, like getting to watch yeah. a scary movie. <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't have watched it. Yeah. Let me tell you this story. So if you've 
have you seen it? Why do you think I hate clowns so much? Okay, but there there, there's another movie also. Poltergeist has this scene where the toy clown drags a little boy under the bed. Uh-huh. Same story. I saw it way too young. <laughs> Should not have seen that movie, and it does it traumatizes it totally you. Yeah. yeah. So this is not a spoiler, but for those of you who have not seen it, one of the first scenes is the clown is in one of those drainages, mm-hmm. the storm drainage, drain, yeah, drainage. storm drain. Uh huh. Okay, so I am basically an adult and, at, and terrified at college of well <laughs> I I yes I always go around them but I'm in college and I'm walking to class with my cell phone my phone just slips out of my hand and goes into this drainage oh, ditch no. and it's a shallow one and I can see my cell phone like right there and I was like nope not getting it turned around and walked <laughs> away and then I'm on my way to class and I'm like my dad is going gonna kill to you. kill me. So forget about the clown. The wrath of your <laughs> yeah, dad is yeah. way scarier. Like, if I tell my dad that I did not get my cell phone out of the drainage ditch because I was afraid it was going to get me, right. he will have a connection Exactly, bit. yeah. So, you know, I pumped myself up. I'm like, <laughs> here he goes, here it goes. I grabbed it and I ran away We're like really fast. That was like, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm practically an adult here and yeah. it's still traumatized. No, I know. Yeah, I agree. I so b- that's the same kind of stuff for me. It was the Poltergeist movie or, Poltergeist. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. seeing that stuff really young. But the funny thing about it is when something scary enters our awareness, whether it's real or it's made up, you know, you have that fight or flight response. And that's probably why sometimes those workers in those carnivals get punched because oh, yeah, the, yeah. Fir- the person's first response is either fight or flight, right? <laughs> but it's really fascinating how your brain works. So it will determine if the threat is real or not. So if you're watching a movie or if you're in a haunted house, right, you know that you're safe. You know Mm -hmm. that it's not really going to come out and get you, right? But still, the the hormones that are released, right, it it still has that um, experience of fear, but it's going to give you hormones that essentially make you feel good under the right circumstances. So, for instance, if you're on a roller coaster or, or again, you know, walking through the haunted house, you know you're safe. Psychologists describe it as hijacking the flight or fight response and enjoying it. So sometimes you'll hear people laughing after they get scared, right? Because your yeah. body releases dopamine when we're afraid. Um, but that hormone also has something similar when we're excited or happy. So people can get like addicted to being yeah. scared because yeah. how else do you recreate that rush, right? Mm-hmm. That feeling. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And there's different types of fear also mm-hmm. and fear movies or whatever. So there's like the gore and the right, horror, right. like it and right. the Halloween movies. The, the chainsaw The movies. chainsaws, yeah. yeah. Um, or the but, psychological. But then there's the psychological. Suspense. Suspense. The jump out, the yeah, 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 the thriller. There's the the mental ones, mm-hmm. you know, that there's mm-hmm. not really any jump scares, right? But, but it's kind of like mind I, bending or yeah, something. yeah, like M. Not Shyamalan, right? Right, he's really and, good at that. And I feel like um, if I'm gonna watch any movie that's kind of scary, if I'm gonna agree to it at all, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a movie like that, like M. Not Shyamalan. Right, that's right. more of a thinker, right, than a jump out and scare you, yeah type movie yeah and, and then there's the ones that are like straight up real life stories yes that are yes scary. well we could do a whole episode on true crime and how people get really addicted uh, and interested in that yeah, yeah but to me those are the worst because they could actually happen so and in some cases have happened. and have happened yeah so for me the one 
quote unquote scary genre that I actually don't mind. I don't mind zombie movies at all. I mean, I don't go out of my way to watch them, but it doesn't really bother me because it's so far fetched for me. But then when you look at stuff like The Grudge, where, you know, people yeah. just turn it on each other. And and coincidentally, even the zombie movies, right? It's not the zombies you have to worry about. It's the people yeah. that are left behind. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> That um, get cut throat. Yeah, right? So those are the things that kind of uh, scare me. But the National Retail Federation shows consumers um, that 65% of Americans intend to celebrate Halloween this year. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure what kind of number we were going to get with everything going on. But um, it's kind of going up. Well, I guess Halloween is an interesting holiday. It right? is an interesting holiday. Do you have any personal, you know, with Christian upbringing? And right. do, have you met with like kind of pushback over the years of what's appropriate and not appropriate? Um, so, yeah, I have a religious background. Not really in what we... Not that do. extreme. Not that extreme. Because okay. there is that no, extreme. I mean, there... It was more of, you know, opening yourself up to those kinds the dark, of things. Like the dark playing kind of Ouija board, right. like the dark magic, mm-hmm. doing seances, right. that kind of thing. But not really like dressing up for Halloween and or trick or treating or something and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in East Texas, if the churches weren't doing fall festivals, right. there wouldn't be any. Right. Trunk so, or treats yeah, and things like that. And mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So um, I obviously think there's a way that you can celebrate Halloween and but there are some people who are very strict no Halloween mm-hmm. no um um it doesn't have a history and did we look up the history of Halloween well it depends too because it's different in different cultures in different cultures right? yeah because you, you have, have Dia de, de los Muertos, Muertos right yeah um which is totally different than you know kind of the traditional sense of what we think of as Halloween. Um, But yeah, definitely it was a, you know, pagan holiday. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of evolved like many holidays, you know, Valentine's day, all those things. Um, So um, personally, I don't have any issue with Halloween. I know some people just love it and can't wait for it mm-hmm. and are decorating for it, you know, months ago kind yeah. of a thing. That's, um, that's my twin sister. She's the freak. So she loves it. She loves, yeah. she loves Halloween. She's invited me to stay over at the jail in Palestine. I'm like, so this is funny. No. I love how, is this your twin sister yes. too? See, yes. that's, it makes it even better because <laughs> here we've got the Christmas spirit sitting next to me <laughs> and then you've got the Halloween twin out there so it's like the total complete opposite. well and one of one of our favorite movies is the nightmare before Christmas well, there you go you can meet which, in the middle right it's covers it's Halloween and yeah. Christmas yeah there you go. that's funny <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think it can be fun. Well, I think and then I learned from Hocus Pocus that we just Halloween, watched that, by the way, you, recently. That Halloween was invented by the candy company. Well, <laughs> we learned that, not just from that, but from the time change. Did we talk yeah. about that? The no. whole daylight savings time? Oh, no. Okay, well, quick aside, but it is relevant. So daylight savings time, whether you love it or you hate it, I mean, everybody mm-hmm. I know hates it, mm-hmm. um, has always been attributed to the farmers. Mm-hmm. Not true not true not true they don't like it either um truly the daylight savings time the whole thing it was lobbied by the golf industry to be able to play golf longer Mm. the candy companies later Mm. to be able to extend Mm -hmm. halloween out longer Mm -hmm. right and it's all fairly recent in our history this isn't like an old 
thing. thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I found that really fascinating and kind of disappointing, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just a little, a little aside. A little, but little aside. Those candy companies, well, they're responsible for Valentine's Day. I Halloween. know. I know. And people spend a lot of money on costumes, candy, candy decorations, yes. even greeting card. Yeah. In 2019, there was eight point eight billion. Wow, that was spent on Halloween. Okay, yeah, that's that's not a small amount. No, and I mean last year was a little bit smaller. Right, eight point oh five billion. Just okay, a, just a wee bit smaller. Yeah, of course, coronavirus yeah. played a role. Right, and I think it's going to be bigger and better ever this, this year. This year, yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, and it's on the weekend too, which that makes, makes a, a difference. difference. Sure. So, and it's on a Sunday, it's so you can celebrate night, all though. weekend. But yeah, yeah you're right, it leading is. up to it. Um, but on average, consumers plan to spend around $102 on costumes, candy, decorations, and greeting cards. Per family? Per family. I think that's yeah. low, to I do be think honest. Because when I look at how much Halloween. a bag of candy costs. Well, I'm thinking costumes. Jeez well, that Louise. too. And then it depends on probably what kind of neighborhood. If you're rural and you're not getting trick-or-treaters, that's one thing. But if, mm-hmm. you know, you live in like your neighborhood, mm-hmm. you probably have a decent amount of trick-or-treaters. And that candy's not cheap. I would say ours is average. But we talked to someone in the Azalea District. Oh, which it's a hot it, neighborhood it's, for well, trick-or-treating. Well, it's a hot neighborhood. It's right down the road from a couple of parks. It's one of it's one of the few neighborhoods in Tyler that has sidewalks. Do they give out full size candy bars? They give out full <laughs> size because the other thing is everybody in that district wants to keep up with the Joneses. So they're going to Sam's Club and they're stocking going, up yes. on full and size. One homeowner told us they bought like a thousand dollars in candy. Well, it doesn't surprise me because it's, it's not cheap. I mean, my husband loves to wait till the day after Halloween and go buy up all the <laughs> <laughs> discounted Halloween candy. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. How do you feel about, um, you know, adults trick-or-treating? Have you ever seen that occurrence? No, not adults trick-or-treating. Teenagers. Okay. So one time as a young adult, all of us were having a Halloween party, Mm -hmm. but we left our light on for trick-or-treaters and there were some large teenagers large teen- <laughs> dressed up like full-size full-size uh-huh. teenagers yeah dressed up like scary things okay. like scream and right it and all of that and mm-hmm. I went you know happy with my bowl of candy and I'm like right. I'm not answering the door someone nope. else is gonna have nope. to get that one and I think it's fine I think it's fine if they're behaving yeah I would rather I would rather have teenagers out trick-or-treating 110 percent than toilet paper in your house yeah or, or something like smashing that. pumpkins in the street or whatever yeah, yeah I agree I don't have a problem with teenagers honestly especially if they're polite yeah <laughs> but I'd say yeah. that about every kid my cousin brought an interesting point up to me because we were talking about this and she said, you know, I'm kind of concerned about Halloween because um, she has a son who struggles with, um, you know, it's probably a bit of autism and might not be super verbal. And I know this mm-hmm. has occurred in your family yep. as well. And so it's easy uh, in the judgment department as parents who, you know, make sure that our kid says please and thank you or mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going yeah. trick-or-treating. Yeah. Um, but then you might have a kid come up and just not say anything or, you know, take more than what, you know, we think should be the right amount to take. And in the past, I think I've probably been a little harsher in that, like, oh, what's wrong with, you know, those parents? Or, But she 
she really caused me to take a step back and be like, well, you know, it might just be out of that mm-hmm. kid's control. Let's all just be a little mm-hmm. kinder this season and yeah. just give people the benefit of the doubt. And oh, well, you know, yeah. don't make a big deal out of it. And I, I was like, you know, you're right. And I'm yeah. shame on me for not really thinking that through before now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's true. And I have. Um, a nephew that is autistic and he's getting into his teenage years mm-hmm. but he still likes to trick or treat sure. you know yeah. and there aren't just a lot of activities that he can safely do and look forward and to and look forward mm-hmm. to and so definitely anybody who wants to trick or treat at our house can trick welcome treat, right? yeah and even besides that having a toddler who's like you know, gets shy as soon as he's sure. around anyone, right. you know. I'm, it's hit I or like, miss. I know, yeah. it's hit or miss. I get it. And mm-hmm. and I hate to see also parents get worried about that, mm-hmm. like their kids not saying thank you or something mm-hmm. like that. And it doesn't even have to be an autistic thing. It just be like a stranger and thing. And it's overwhelming, to be honest. I mean, I think we forget sometimes how short we used to be. Mm-hmm. And you look around and look up at all these costumes. There's so much going yes. on. It's overwhelming. And I think, yes, it's a teachable moment. And, of course, you should remind your kids, you know, use your manners and don't take more than mm-hmm. two pieces or whatever your allotment is. But um, also to cut everybody some slack, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even, even the parents. As even the, the, as parents. the kids. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I thought it was interesting. So do you have any guesses on the most popular costumes? Because I, I kind of had, I don't know, I was, I was half and half. I think I got half right. And I half mean, I think guys. in recent years, it's got to be like Frozen for right? little girls, well, right? princesses. Yes, yep. princesses, their favorite princess, whether it's Anna or Elsa or Ariel or whatever. Yes, princesses are up there. It's always Elsa. And it's always Elsa, <laughs> right? Who wants poor, to be Anna? Poor Anna. Just <laughs> get the short end of the stick. Uh, but also, of course, your superheroes. Oh, right? yeah. 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 So that depending on what movie came out. Came out. Mm-hmm. That's the one. And now they just pump them out like they're one uh, on top of each other. So your Spider-Man, your Batman, those are definitely huge. So are you dressing up this year? Because I, I heard a rumor <laughs> that Tucker really wasn't on the uh, the costume well, train. So he's so funny. He's three. Mm-hmm. And very much his own person. Very much mm-hmm. his own person. Um, we call him a three-nager. Mm-hmm. Feels like he has the right answer about everything. Yeah, pushing back a little. Yeah, but we we hadn't really talked about dressing up. But this is really the first yes, Halloween that he kind of gets he it. Sort of gets it. Yeah. He's still a little confused on it. Yes. Yeah. After this year, it. game on. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, but we had gotten him a coloring book that uh, was Paw Patrol, and they were all dressed up for Halloween. Okay. And he said. Oh, that's funny. They're dressed up for Halloween. I'm not dressing up for Halloween. <laughs> Make a note of it. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, okay, okay, bud. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to dress up, but if you don't dress up, you don't get to trick or treat. You know, you mm-hmm. don't get the candy. And he's like, okay, I don't want candy. And I'm like, okay, okay. he's serious about this. Yeah. Could you like, weed it you out, know, like what the root of that issue was there? That you know, I really it? think it was like mask. I don't think okay. he wants to wear a mask. I mean, um, yeah, I get it. Understandable, but but so. At least I don't 100% know that's the truth, but that's kind of what I thought. Okay. And so I was like, well, what if we did something like a zookeeper mm-hmm. where he just has to wear khaki yeah. pants and a vest, right. you know, and he can carry his stuffed animals. Right. I like and it. And he loves the zoo. Okay. So I kind of had him agree. And, and it's easy for me. Right. Other thing. Most important thing. Exactly. Yes. We don't have <laughs> October, a lot of time. October is very, very yeah. busy for uh, us. Visit Tyler is, yeah, swamped. Yeah. And, um, and so I kind of had him on board with that. And then one day he comes in. He wants to be an otter. Uh, okay. And Just out of nowhere? No. I have tried to change his mind. 
because how, who, do, you do, how do you do an otter costume? Like what? No, I, uh. And there is no change in his mind. He wants to dress up and he wants to be an otter. Okay, okay. So you just get a brown sweatsuit with a hood. And uh-huh. on the hood, you put little eyes and whiskers and his little <laughs> otter nose and his little teeth. Do otters have teeth that kind of stick? No, no they have that's sharp beavers. like cat teeth. <laughs> yeah, beavers. And a little tail and maybe he needs a sign that says, <laughs> hello, my hello, name I'm is. Like otter. <laughs> he can so, carry around a fish or something. Yeah. So, so he's going to be an otter. That's good. We'll find a fish yeah. to carry around. Um, let me tell you this other phenomenon that happens. Okay. That this is not our first year finding this out. Okay. But... All the same colored sweatpants and combos. pajamas combos. Yeah. Um, they jack those prices up yeah, at they Halloween. Do. Yeah. So, so but I feel like brown so is kind of brown, right? Is yeah. that not Mine's a hot? Right. No, well, doesn't we, matter. We found one on Amazon and yeah. it will get here just a few days before Halloween. So yeah, you better like he, he's got some time to change his mind again. Well, he's going to be we something. That, he's going to be a, he's going to be something that's something brown. brown. <laughs> That's so funny. You're wearing that that costume. But if you've seen uh, Finding Dory, there's a scene where all the otters are in the road and they're like, cuddle party. Yes, that's so cute. I know, it's so cute. So I'm like, well, now Corey and I have to dress like otters and we can cuddle party. You can. Enjoy it while it lasts. Well, he'll still let you. That's so So, cute. So are y'all dressing up? So, um, traditionally, Aria has always dressed up in the same costume as her cousin, who's nine months younger. And we and y'all do family. Costume we show. well, we have in the past. We're kind of getting away from that now, just for like what you said, just the time, the effort. I mean, I just spent the cost. <laughs> yeah, I just spent several days. So let me back up. This year, the girls are going to be hummingbirds, and my Aww. cousin is very artistic. I'm talking paper mache head pieces. Oh I mean, they've been flamingos, they've been cactus, they've been so. butterflies, they've been unicorn. I mean, they've been so really cool stuff. Would she do? An otter <laughs> your ship has sailed on that she, she'll <laughs> take some pre-orders for next year but no no so the girls are going to be hummingbirds and I just uh finished making giant flower um trick-or-treat bags Cute. that are shaped like flowers so um that will be what they're doing and no we're not going to dress up this year we have participated in the past as kind of like a supporting character you mm-hmm. know or just a hint of what yeah. they are yeah but um no no time no, no time f- no flower you know i'm maybe at the end i'll tuck one behind my ear but that's about as good as we're gonna get honestly <laughs> yeah you can carry around my hummingbird feeder well are you dressing up the dog because a lot of people do that yeah no i no. have a princess and no, she doesn't like to wear clo- any no, kind of clothes no no no, no, no. no. Yeah. No, we're not dressing She's up. She's in her old age. I used to dress her up, but in her old age, I'll just let her be stress free. This She's Halloween. had enough. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite kind of Halloween candy that you go through your kid's bucket to, you know, save for yourself? Kit Kats. Kit Kats. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Twix, probably. I also like peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah. 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 So I had an interesting question, candy related question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any candies that you prefer the snack size over the larger size? Oh, yeah, definitely Snickers. Snickers? I like Snickers, but I mean, I could never eat a whole one. Good grief. No, but I do like um, sampling, right? Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the snack yeah. size. Yeah, is You that get to try cute. a lot of different stuff. So mine is Reese's. I, okay. I don't eat the big Reese's But you like all. the little cups. Yes. Yeah. But I'll eat the little cups. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good question. Yeah. And then what about like, you know, when people give out weird stuff? Not candy. Oh, like apples? Yeah. Little salad bags? Yeah. <laughs> 
well, I mean, you do you, but I want to be the popular house. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're I not going to go candy, there's other options, yeah. right? Like now, Play-Doh la- or... Well, in the year before last, I did candy, but I also mixed in, like, those little bags of... Um, fruit snacks or goldfish because right, there some are kids some have kids that don't peanut like, allergies yeah. and all that candy's made in the same facility is yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice yeah I so so we did do some of that I but get that yeah you drew the line though you're not you're not making them we're not going eat too healthy yeah, yeah. we're not doing vegetables and fruit same well we would love to hear what your Halloween looks like this year and if it's any different than it was last year or even the year before Mm-hmm. Yes, let us know. We release a new episode every other week. We always appreciate your comments or suggestions for new episodes. You can leave those either on our social media pages at ETX Podcast or feel free to visit our website, etxpodcast.com. You can see a recap of all of our episodes there as well. Contact us. We love to keep the conversation going. And until next time, it's, it's all good in the, the Piney Woods. woods. Thank you.